Welcome to the Money Pilot Financial Advisor Podcast, where you team up with Money Pilot founder, former Army helicopter pilot, and your host, Katie Cannon, to put your money where your heart is. Together, we'll tackle issues big and small so you can take charge and land your financial life. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I had a question the other day about rental property depreciation, and I thought it would be a good topic for today's podcast. Rental property can be a good investment because it usually provides a steady source of income and ideally appreciates over time. But today we're going to talk about depreciation and how that affects your taxes. First, I want to clear up. Depreciation only applies to rental property that you rent out to others and collect rental income, not the home you live in. Also, today's discussion applies only to those of you who are not real estate professionals. They fall under some different rules. So let's dive right in. Rental property owners use depreciation to deduct the purchase price and improvement costs of the property from your taxes over time, and depreciation is required by the IRS. There are a lot of rules involved, and good record keeping is important. Depreciation is claimed as a deduction yearly. The information is carried over on your tax returns year after year, and will also impact your taxes when you eventually sell the property or it is taken out of service as a rental. So it's important to get this right. If you prepare your own taxes, I highly recommend you read the entire IRS publication 527 Residential Rental Property, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Also, consider having an accountant do your taxes for you the first year with your rental property to get you started out right, even if you do your own taxes again after that. That's what I did, and it really paid off. Okay, let's get started. In short, depreciation can can decrease the taxes you pay while you own the property and are earning rental income, but will increase the taxes you would otherwise pay when you sell it, something called depreciation recapture. Depreciation only applies to your rental property structure and improvements that typically wear out over time, not the land itself. The roof on a house may cost $20,000 to install new, but after 20 years of exposure to the elements, its value is much lower. That is, it depreciates. The building structure, the appliances inside, Uh, heating and air conditioning systems, a deck if you have one, a garage, even paving a driveway, all depreciate for tax purposes. This is true even if similar homes in your area are increasing in value. Depreciation for taxes is not dictated by the current market value of your home or the actual condition of its components. Now it's important to note 
that the price you paid for the land your rental sits on is not depreciated. And one way to figure out what value to assign to the house and what value to assign to the land is to check your most recent tax assessment. This will show what the house and the land were assessed at separately. It's very likely that the assessments will be much different than what you actually paid. All you need to do is look at what the percentage the assessed value of the house was compare, compared to the total property tax assessment. Then multiply that same percentage times what you paid for the rental property. That will give you the value of the rental house that you'll be using for depreciation. A depreciation is calculated based on a set of IRS rules. Rather than allowing you to take one large expense deduction in the year you buy or improve your property, depreciation distributes that deduction across what the IRS considers the useful life of the property. The standard method for depreciation in the U.S is called the Modified Accelerated Cost Recovery System, uh, something all the rest of us just abbreviate as MACRS, M-A-C-R-S. Structures like the building and components like plumbing, the heating and air conditioning are depreciated over 27 and a half years. So for every full year your property is in use as a rental, it's depreciated by approximately 3.6%. Appliances, carpeting, and furniture used in a rental is assumed to have a shorter life and is depreciated over five years according to an IRS table. And hint, in the case of the five-year one, it's not the same percentage every year. Uh, but don't worry, you don't need to memorize those numbers. You can find these tables in IRS Pub 527 and most tax preparation software has these tables built right in. Remember, depreciation is only for the original cost and improvements to your rental, not repairs. A tree branch puts a hole in the roof and you fix that section around the hole. It's a repair, not depreciated. You just deduct that expense completely in the year you have it. Replace the whole roof and it's an improvement. So you have to depreciate that. You will claim the full amount of a repair as an expense in the year you make it but the improvement must be depreciated over the next 27 and a half years, as in the case of the roof. So in the first year you put your rental property in service, you'll have one depreciation schedule for the portion you paid for the house structure, again, not including the land, and any immediate improvements and expenses that you had to get it ready to rent. That schedule will be updated year after year with that particular year's depreciation amount and a running total of what's been claimed so far. Each additional improvement you make, like replacing an appliance or buying a new heat pump, will begin its own depreciation schedule. So it's common to have more than one depreciation schedule running at a time. At tax time, you deduct the depreciation allowed for that year from your rental income like you would other rental expenses, such as insurance, uh, the mortgage interest on that rental house, uh, and repairs. This lowers the total rental income that you report on your taxes, just like other expenses. 
I just want to make a quick note. Don't confuse rental property deductions with your normal standard or itemized deductions. All rental property income and rental property deductions are reported on your tax form Schedule E as an echo. Then total rental property income left after subtracting your rental property expenses is written on the first page of your 1040 tax return along with all your other income. Then your normal standard and itemized deductions are still subtracted from all that. Okay, so what happens though if you have a loss from your rental properties? That is all your expenses, including depreciation, is more than the rent you received that year. Unfortunately, you can't deduct a rental property loss from your taxable income that year. Because you're not a real estate professional, your rental property losses are considered a passive loss. Your losses would not be deducted from your other income, but they will be carried forward to the next year where you can deduct it from that year's income. If you still have a loss next year, the losses add up year after year until your property reports a profit or is sold. How might this affect you? Well, if your other rental property expenses are relatively low compared with the rent you collect, depreciation will lessen your taxable income for that year. If your other expenses are the same or more than your rental property income, depreciation won't decrease your taxable income that year and won't reduce your taxes, but it will carry over for you to use another year. Okay, when does depreciation start? Well, you begin taking depreciation deductions as soon as you place your property in service as a rental property or when it's ready and available to use as a rental. So let's say you buy a rental property on May 15th. You work on it for a few months and have it ready to rent on July 15th. But it takes a little bit of time to find a tenant, but you have one signed a lease on September 1st. The property was placed into service that is ready to be leased and occupied on July 15th. So you would start to depreciate the house beginning July 15th. So on your first year's taxes, you would claim only a partial depreciation deduction for that time from July 15th to the end of the year. You would continue to depreciate the property year after year until you've deducted the entire initial cost and additional improvements or until you sell it or convert it to personal use, whichever comes first. So far, we've been talking about how depreciation affects your taxes each year you have your property rental. But what happens when you sell it? As long as it was a rental for more than a year, you'll pay capital gains tax on the amount you receive from the sale minus its basis, just like many other investments. But there's one tricky part. Because you had a tax benefit all those years of deducting depreciation and lowering taxable income, you'll be subject to something called depreciation recapture. All the cumulative depreciation that you claimed will be taxed at your regular income tax rate in the year of the sale. So let's say you initially paid $75,000 for a rental property 
including the house and the land. Over the years, you made additional improvements to the house of $25,000. That's a total basis of $100,000 for the rental property and its improvements over time. Now let's say you sell it for $180,000. Your gain, or you can think of it as your profit, is $80,000. And that will be taxed at the lower capital gains tax rate which is either 15 or 20% for most people. But there's still that depreciation recapture. Let's say in our example, while you owned your rental property, you had a total of $50,000 in depreciation. You'll pay regular income tax on that $50,000 in the year of the sale. Calculations on the IRS form for this are pretty convoluted. It's an entire page. But the important thing to understand is the concept that your profit from the sale, that is the sales proceeds you receive, minus what you originally paid and improvements you made, is taxed at a lower capital gains tax rate. The total depreciation that you reported over all those years will be taxed all at once when you sell the property or take it out of service as a rental at your higher income tax rate. That's that depreciation recapture that takes some first-time rental property owners by surprise. The important things to remember are keeping good records, properly deduct and record depreciation, and remember when you pull the property out of rental service or sell it, you'll owe capital gains tax on your gain and regular income tax on the total depreciation. I recommend you have a tax professional help you <laughs> prepare your tax return the first year you have your rental property to make sure you get off at a good start. If you really like to do your own taxes, it's not that hard to keep going once you learn how, and most personal tax preparation software can help you do it yourself. When you get ready to sell it or take it out of rental service, that's also a good time to reach out to an accountant or financial planner again to estimate and plan ahead for that upcoming tax consequence. For information on how to figure out and report any taxable gain or loss from a sale, exchange or distribu distribution of your rental property, see IRS Publication 544, Sales and Other Dispositions of Assets and I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. Okay, so to wrap things up, owning a rental property has tax consequences, both while you're operating it as a rental and when you sell it. One unique tax aspect for rentals is depreciation, which is deducted as an expense from your rental income each year. The amount of the deduction based on the value of the structure, not the land, and improvements you make. The IRS has tables to show how different items are depreciated each year. Tracking all your income, expenses, and improvements is necessary to calculate the taxes you owe when you eventually sell it or stop using it as a rental property. Your gains will be taxed at a lower capital gains tax rate and your total depreciation would be taxed at a higher income tax rate. Again, as a rental property owner, 
it's good to understand these concepts. If you like to prepare your own taxes, read into the IRS pubs, and I still recommend getting some professional tax help in your first year and before you sell or take your rental property out of service. I hope you found today's podcast useful. If you have any questions, reach out. I love hearing from you. Thank you for joining today's podcast. Like to find out more? Visit us at moneypilotadvisor.com. Let's team up and land your financial life.